today on Radio Italiana. The decline in Italian entertainment across the USA. What can be done to bring back the glory days of Italian entertainers, an important part of the Italian-American culture? Coming right up on the Italian Radio Show. Welcome to the Italian radio show on ABC at KMET Palm Springs down here at 1480 AM or 98.1 FM. Part of the West Coast Italian radio. You're listening to us probably in different places around the country and whatever our local affiliate is. Or maybe you're streaming our show by going to our website at WCIR.biz, the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz, clicking the little link that brings you to our show page here at the station, where you can either stream our show live every Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time or listen to it in archives. Uh, and as soon as we're done with today's show, it goes right up into our archives with our podcast. You can listen to it 24-7, share with all your friends, family, all over the world, it's there with all of our other shows for the last seven years. And we got some great shows to listen to with some wonderful guests. Uh, and I'm just very, very happy wherever you are at. We're very, very happy to welcome you to our show, to welcome you as a listener. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host, obviously Italian-American from back east. But I got the real deal with me here, the lovely... Marzia Caputo from Vincenza, Italia. Marzia, how you doing? Ciao, ciao. Doing great. Tutto bene. So I'm va bene, va bene. <laughs> That's good. You start to speak Italian with me. Yeah, That's what can I say? You know, you know, you start speaking American with me one of these days. I mean, you know, you know I'll catch up, you know. <laughs> That's good when I give it to you. <laughs> all right. So as we start all of our shows, Marzia, you know, we right. always talk about... Italian news stories, and you know, like we've talked about in the past, Italian news can, quite frankly, uh, be more uh, interesting than facts or more interesting than fiction is a lot of the time. But uh, here's a news story for you. I don't know if you knew about this or not. Um, did you know that, like, it, 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 well, here in, in America, of course, now you live part of the time, I know, in Southern California, um, and you know, they, have, they had Alcatraz Island there. Right. Uh, that was the big prison that was right there in the bay uh, in San Francisco. Now, of course, it's closed down as a prison. It's more of a tourist attraction. But did you know that Italy, Italy has its own version, or I guess it had its own version of Alcatraz, okay? Well, I didn't know that. But I'm sure you're going to tell me. Well, all it's, of- it's called Santo Stefano. Santo <laughs> Stefano. Santo it's Stefano. on a tiny volcanic island between Rome and Naples. Okay. Okay. Now, of course, as is our Alcatraz, 
this location is closed down now, so it's no longer uh, being used as a prison. It's kind of crumbling, decaying, it's a little spooky. I think the only thing ha- inhabit is, inhabit it's, I'm sorry, the only thing that inhabit it, try to say that, this is like a tongue twister, that is inhabiting it, there you go, that's inhabiting it now, uh, are seagulls, okay? Uh, but it was considered uh, for centuries, now, you know, and we're talking like since the Romans, okay, it was considered to be Italy's Alcatraz. It's where they sent criminals, bandits, anybody who was in, uh, you know, against the government like a political uh, dissident. They were all sent here, okay? And this started literally back from the time of the Roman Emperor Augustus, okay? And then they banished different people there. I guess they didn't get along uh, with the state. Um, and it was right up until 1965. I mean, think about this. It was used since, like, the Romans for, like, almost 2,000 years, right? To 1965, but finally... They finally closed it, and they abandoned it. Uh, and now um, it says it's being brought back from the grave with ambitious restyling project. It looks like what they're going to do is similar to the uh, Alcatraz that we know in San Francisco. They're going to turn it into a museum, uh, basically, you know, because it's one of the oldest prisons they know of in the world, being it's been 2,000 years old. So uh, I'm surprised you don't know about this. About that, like I say, you, you gotta go around all over Italy. You're gonna find something new all the time. There was in the past, so that is beautiful. Good job to do that. They're gonna spend a lot of money. I was reading about here about to fix it up. Seventy million. Edition. Seventy million dollars to turn this into a tourist attraction. I guess right now, um, first of all, it's in this beautiful island. It's kind of a natural habitat, uh, <laughs> similar to the Alcatraz in. Um, in San Francisco, Hi. where, you know, part of the thing is, is there's a lot of turbulent water there. So this is why the, you know, people could not escape easily from this island. Uh, and also similar to the Alcatraz in San Francisco, where they got a lot of sharks there. So if anybody does try to escape, they're probably going to get eaten by a shark. Here they got lots of barracudas, okay, yeah. uh, that basically uh, you got to watch out for if you're going to be swimming in that particular area there. So, um, but I just thought that was an interesting thing. Some of you don't hear about all the time. Um, I'm not quite sure where this is located. Santa Stefano. Santo Stefano. Like I say, between Rome and Napoli. But between Rome and Napoli, you got land. There's no water there. You know what? What do you mean between Rome and Napoli? There's like, that's part of the mainland between Rome and Napoli. So it must be, they must be, it must be out on the ocean. You know? Yeah, like a little island. That's how it yeah. looks like. It's really attached. They're like a little island that they don't, you don't see it. They're really small. So I'm curious to see now that I know. I can't wait to visit that, honestly. It's well, really you know, fun. maybe you get lucky they're going to send you there. You have to serve your time there, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. No, but, now, but I meant that because now it's like a beach. You know, it's going to be like a uh-huh. resort. You know, and I know yeah, how yeah. much, I mean, you spend, you take half of the year off on vacations going to beach in Italy, you know? Second news, Tony. Let's All right, so the second news story, this kind of ties in with, you know, what's going on in modern times here. Of course, uh, you know, we've all been through this whole uh, coronavirus thing, the COVID thing. Uh, it's going right. on for the last, you know, a uh, couple of years here. Um, and, uh, you know, remember the big thing was uh, when the, COVID first hit Italy, and there was all the lockdown. Everybody was shut in. 
I mean, it was worse in Italy than it was here in the United States because no one could right. go anywhere out there. I mean, they have police in every corner in Italy to make sure you couldn't leave your, your apartments or your homes unless you had a certain you really piece of down. Yeah, it was really locked down, down okay? Mm-hmm. And remember how people had been singing from their balconies. The Italians right. would come out and they would sing to each other. It was a big thing, I remember. I saw a lot of news things all around the world about the Italians singing on their balconies. Well, now right. apparently they say... Uh, it's the sound of silence. Italians are no longer singing on their balconies as the Cronus toll virus, uh, you know, as the Cronus, uh, toll rises. Um, it's because said that, that there are no time. Oh, yeah. Be. You know, because right now it's like in the early days of lockdown, you'd see it happen all the time. A day after day, people would be sitting there right before sunset, opening the windows, singing as loud as they possibly could. And God knows Italians can sing is what we do. Plus, sometimes right. they play instruments, whatever. Right. Even in Lombardy, which had, the, uh, I guess, the highest number of infections, people, right. would, they would sing there to keep the spirits up of the community, keep everybody going. Uh, and sometimes they would use loudspeakers on their balconies, other things, uh, singing well-known Italian songs, opera arias, pop songs, uh, all kinds, even the national anthem, okay? Um, and, you know, and, and we always think of, that's one of the things from Italy, right? We think of food, wine, and we think of singing. I think singing more than just music, we think of singing a lot, okay? Right. So now it says, um, you know, that's kind of, it, it, it doesn't happen anymore. Now with kind of uh, everybody... You know, has kind of gotten the place where I guess they're exhausted from being in COVID lockdown for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you just got back from Italy. They're not in lockdown like they used to be. Uh, but be, there was a period of time was like, like you were almost on house arrest. It was so bad. I mean, the thing they have, I hear people complaining here that they got it bad in the United States. They got no idea. They have no, no idea. Okay. No, because you can walk aside, do your walk. In Italy, you cannot even get out, only if you have a dog to walk. So I'm telling you, it wasn't easy to stay in the house for two weeks. I mean, really, really hard. But now, like I say, now in Italy, it's the first year that people that are still in vacation, usually August is the last month of vacation, everybody come back, right, get right. working. Guess what? When I went camp, I went to vacation, the residents in the, on the beach, they were all packed. They were telling me until October. So well, I only know is it says that people are no longer singing and dancing on their balconies. Um, nice. Part of this is I think they're just exhausted from the lockdown that went on for so long. Another part of it is I think that there was a lot of, there's a lot of morose feelings about so many people having died uh, in Italy. Right. And so, you know, the, feel that there's less and less to celebrate. Uh, there are a lot of people that are afraid now of the poverty that may come after, you know, this lockdown because of all the businesses and people that are out of work there and everything. Um, so uh, it's much more quiet there. And, of course, Italians love to sing. Um, but let's face it, you know, singing may cheer you up for a few minutes, but if you eat, need to eat or you're afraid of dying, I mean, you know, kind of takes the whole joy out of singing, you know. Right. But like I said, now they're free to go out. They're taking every chance just in case they're going to come back and lock down. That's what they're doing. The time oh, there you go. Well, folks, that is your news segment for the week. And we're going to be right back after this word from our sponsor with my favorite part of the show, which is our food 
and uh, our wine segment, and we got a great guest for that. So don't go away. You're listening to the Italian radio show on ABC, part of the KMET Palm Springs radio program. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lestello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Lucaro Faradora, Italo Testa, Pasilacqua, Pesotor, Mormolea. Folks, we're going to take a 10 second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hello, folks, and we're back with more West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of the lovely Palm Springs area, the KMET Studios down here, 1490 AM and 98.1 FM. Uh, now is my favorite part of the show, our food segment. I'm, I'm Italian. I love Deed. You're Italian, Marcia. You love Deed, okay? And we got a great one today, folks, because I got something extra special. We got the only singing chef in the world, at least the only one that I know of. Uh, the guy is called the, the the singing chef, basically. He puts on performances all over the world, and he's going to talk with us today, none other but Andy LaRusso. Andy, welcome to the Italian radio show. Hello, Marcia. Nice to see you guys. I'll tell you, you know, when you mentioned food, I just, I just feel my stomach just gurgling, you know, because as Italian, I'm, a, I was, a, I'm Italian American. I'm second generation. My, my family came from Sicily. My mother's side, my father's side from Potenza, Filiamo Potenza, Monte Caruso. 
And, and, but I, I was raised that we were talking before with my family, with my grandmother, went over the house. She made the gnocchi around the holidays. She put it on the bed to dry. So I was called pasta bambina. But every time <laughs> you mention food, it's like, it, it's one of those things that, uh, it, it's hard to not to in a, in a conversation with a good Italian, Italian American. Absolutely. Well, you know, and Andy, I know you do, you, as a singing chef, you've performed all over the world. I mean, including, you've been on some big shows. In Las Vegas with the Osmonds, and you perform other places. You still do different festivals and stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm just curious, and we're going to play a little bit of your clip here, a little bit from your show. Um, what is, like, the most famous, the most popular recipe that you do when you do your show that, you know, everybody loves and you, and you do? You know, I was thinking about that, uh, Tony. And, you know, I was originally thinking about, you know, most people – Mostly everybody, and if they don't, it's too bad, love the eggplant parmigiano. But so many people have a different version of that, and I use my, t- my, my, own ver- my own tomato basil sauce on that. But I thought what I do is the most popular one. At the end of my uh, VIP dinner shows that I do for fundraisers at casinos is the my grandmother's Sicilian ricotta cheesecake. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, that sounds so good. Well, you know what I did? And and this, you know, we live in a a time today that most people only have time, you know, to to spend with their families or to do anything anymore as as our parents and grandparents did. So what I did is I Americanized it so people can make this cake. And it takes 15 minutes, really, to put it all together. Wow. It takes... One hour, one hour and five minutes, depending upon you got a convection oven or whatever, an hour. And then you, you cool it on the rack in the oven for another, you know, hour, whatever. You let it sit, set really nice. I don't use the lattice work like a traditional, uh, you know, uh, ricotta cake or anything like that. Uh, and boom. The only reason why this ricotta cake doesn't come out is if you haven't paid your electric bill and your oven doesn't work. <laughs> and you don't follow my instructions. So well, that's you fantastic. Me, walk you walk you through it. Well, yeah, I tell you what, we have one minute. Walk us through. Give give us the the overview very quick. Okay. Okay. Very 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 simple. Six eggs, vanilla, a cup of sugar, please. Half a cup of flour and fresh ricotta cheese. But don't forget the chocolate chips, the chocolate chips, the chocolate chips. Mix it all and bake, and there you have ricotta cake. Three pounds of ricotta and all the rest. <laughs> Put it in a 10-inch springform pan. Put that in the oven for an hour, hour and 15 minutes on 350. Boom. Let it sit on the rack. And you got yourself a cake. They thought you went to a pastry school. And I'll tell you, you can put anything you want. It's a cheesecake, you know. I usually put, you know, a little bit of powdered sugar. I shave some nice Ghirardelli chocolate on it. Boom. And, and that's it. And you got it. And then I make a, a coulis or a nice strawberry sauce or raspberry sauce. Put it on the bottom. That's it. Finito. I got to tell you, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Well, there you have it, folks. Right from the singer's mouth. The singing chef Andy LaRusso has ricotta Sicilian cheesecake. I have had use that. The, don't use the low fat. I have not had that recipe. Exactly. I've not had that recipe for a while, but I've had that and I know how good that cheesecake is. I gotta tell you, thank you so much, and folks. Remember that this segment is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. Thank you, Tito's, for sponsoring our food segment. Well, that was a lot of fun. 
Marcy, it's always great uh, to have Andy on the show here. And, you know, talking about entertainment, uh, every year we do some great entertainment phrases. The one, of course, that comes to mind for me that is the most famous one that I know is in Boca de Lupo, which is uh, kind of like, you know, here in, in America, they say break a leg to someone before you can go on stage, like if right. you're an actor or, or a singer in a in a play. And in, Amer- and in Italy, in the opera, they always said in Boca de Lupo, which meant into the mouth of a wolf. In Boca a Lupo. Boca a Lupo, which I always thought was very, very appropriate because... When you're going out there to sing opera and you're singing at the top of your lungs for three hours, these notes that are way, way beyond your range, you're certainly entering into the mouth of the wolf with an audience that can sometimes be brutal. So um, very, very well put. Every time you say Bocca Lupo, make sure you always reply, Crepa Lupo, always bel luck. Well, now the Russians always see you do toy toy and you spit over your right shoulder. But I mean, you know, that's an opera thing. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> All right. But you have some, since we're, our whole theme today is Italian entertainment. Right. Uh, so you have some great phrases for us. And these are phrases that are kind of like uh, world known phrases, but the Italians spin on them. So let's do your first one. Okay. Lo spettacolo deve continuare. And which, of course, is well known. All over the world, I think it was uh, first done by one of the Bart and Bailey Circus guys. The show must go on. The show must go on. All right. You got another one? Yes, of course. Bevenuti a teatro, dove tutto è finto, ma niente falso. Which basically is, welcome to the theater, where everything is fake, but nothing is false. I like that. I've never heard that one. That's a really good one. Welcome mm-hmm. to the theater where everything is fake, but nothing is false. Uh-huh. Kind of like okay. we do this show. We have, you know, these fake backgrounds behind us and everything, but we do a real show. You know, we just, you know, it's it's kind of the illusion of theater, mm-hmm. you know, where you're still getting across whatever that point is you're trying to make, even though sometimes you're using uh, distractions, as they say, mirror, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and, and distractions to get people from seeing it, right? All right. And the last one you have? Lo spettacolo è finito. Lo spettacolo è finito. The show is over. You know, and that reminds me so much of, I think, the most poignant line in Mm -hmm. an opera, of any opera ever written, and there's so many great operas, um, Mm -hmm. is the last line of Pagliacci by Leon Cavallo. Okay. Now, remember, Pagliacci is the opera about the clowns, okay? But it's a very sad opera. It's about, you know, the, the guy who goes on after he's been, you know, his wife has left him for another man. He still has to go on, and he has to perform playing the jester, playing the, the clown. He loses his mind in the course of it, and he winds up killing his wife, stabbing her to death on stage. Wow, yes. And the, li- and the is- final line, the final line is, La Commedia Finito, the comedy is over. That's right. La commedia finita. Wow. Bravo, Tony. The most poignant line in opera. So there you go. That is your entertainment phrases, your Italian phrases of the week. We've done our weekly community service here. Thank you very much, Marcia Caputo, for your contribution. (laughs) So now we're going to bring back uh, our friend Andy LaRusso, uh, the singing chef uh, we just... uh, 
talked with about uh, his recipes and his show. And I thought the best way for us to bring him back here uh, to get kind of this whole thing started is, you know, to do to hear some of what he really does on stage. Uh, so Andy's been very, very kind. He sent us a number of clips from some of his live performances. And we are going to, uh, we kind of picked out the best. We edited them together and uh, a little, um, you could say, an Andy LaRusso mix of the singing chef. And so if you go to one of Andy's shows, uh, he's one of the, the last great Italian entertainers out there traveling the country and really entertaining in that traditional style with the nightclubs and the fundraisers and the festivals. Um, so here's what you can expect if you go see the singing chef, the best of Andy LaRusso. Here you go. Hey, everybody, I feel a dance coming on. Everybody clap your hands. Come on, team. Come on out here, team. Everybody, let's bump it up. Everybody. Italian style. In Napoli, where love is king. Look up at the screen. Where boy meets girl. Here's what they sing. Here I come. Ready? Follow the bouncing chef. You ready? When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's some more. This is going to be a great group, I'll tell you. Here's a baritone. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's tamore. Bells will ring. Bells will ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play. Hearts will play tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay, like a guitar and tell Lucky fella. Sempre un troviso, in pianto un riso, e Like 
Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here with KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I'm Tony Lestella with Marcia Caputo. We got a great guest today. You've already heard him in our cooking segment. You just heard his mix of, of, of great songs and how he presents stuff in his show. None other but the singing chef, Andy LaRusso. Andy, again, so good to have you on the show, yeah, I, I got to tell you, Marcia, man. What a beautiful lady you are, Marcia. I'll tell you, just, just gorgeous. She is, isn't she? Not, you know, yeah. don't get, that doesn't mean I'm going to pay you more, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you were telling us when we were uh, off camera, you told us a little bit about how kind of this whole thing got started. So, so fill us in on that. Well, my first cookbook came out in 1991. I wanted to do something for my grandma, my Nona Grace from Sicily, because we used to go over her house a couple of days a week. She used to make everything fresh, the pasta, uh, the ricotta cheesecake, like I just mentioned. And it just, it, we would just hang out over there. My mom would bring me there. That was her mother, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And my grandpa came over from Sicily. They worked in the mines and then they, he, he um, sent for his sweetheart and they got married, West Virginia. And then they had seven couple bottles of wine and seven kids, you know? <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. So good I was good Italian family. <laughs> yeah, I know. It works right. So I was traveling on the road. Uh, on, it was a 95, 96, maybe 97. And I get a phone call. I was actually out doing a show. I was actually out doing an Italian festival, believe it or not. I did the Milwaukee Italian Festival three years in a row. Oh, that's great. And I get this call. And uh, they tell me, Andy, we saw you have a cookbook out. It's called Sing and Cook Italian. Donnie and Marie have a new show with Dick Clark, a part of the executive producers. We want to know if you want to come on the show and sing. And I said, yeah, let's do it. So I, I thought, I said, hold on. I said, let me call you back in a couple of minutes. But I picked up my, my cookbook, Sing and Cook Italian with Andy LaRusso. And, and I saw the recipe and I saw the recipe for the ricotta cheesecake. And I said, well, why don't we just sing the recipe ingredients 
with the Osmonds. And sure enough, I, I put it to the tune of and it per it was absolutely perfect and it brought the house down and that's, uh, that's how it came to be and and so that cake was cooked on the air they never had it with the uh um the in it because they're mormons <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. goes on behind doors i don't you know but uh, i didn't put the gramonier on i just put some orange juice a little orange shavings in there you know the zest of the orange right but right they loved it and from that point you know, uh, the internet was just starting to come in and I put the recipe up on my website. So that's how that came to be. And of course, at the, at the Italian festival, they had the uh, a QVC came on. We did 2,700 cookbooks in nine minutes. Wow. Uh, I was Holy on the smoke. air live and, you know, the phones were ringing out yeah, yeah. when you sell on QVC and home shopping network. But that's how, that's how it got started. It got rolling and then the internet came in and so on and so forth. And then, you know, I've been working ever since. Thank well, God. So tell me, how, how did you initially, cause you were doing the singing chef before that. So when did you first start? Andy LaRusso, the singing chef, you know, and doing your shows around the country. Well, people said to me, you know, Andy, what came first, the singing or the cooking? And I always say the eating. <laughs> when I came out, I yeah, was like, yeah. oh, my mother says, you got to be a singer. We got to feed him. <laughs> Put something in his mouth. Uh, but, you know, that really started uh, with, the, with the shows. Actually, my friends were calling me when my first cookbook came out. I tried the recipes on them. Right. Yeah, so my first yeah. cookbook came out. And I had some friends come over. Uh, my other friend had a restaurant called Frascati's. And we went down. And I lived in Santa Barbara at the time since 1977. And uh, I started to cook in that kitchen. And then I had the cookbook. And in the cookbook, the first cookbook is the, are the words in Italian and English. So they can they can understand what the what the, the singers are singing. So right, we, right. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. And then people started calling me for private parties, special events, engagements, so on and so forth. So as the time passed on and the internet started to get larger and larger and larger, audience grew, then I started to market myself more for special events and fundraisers. Then I started to do fundraisers for large theaters that were historical theaters that were ready for the wrecking ball. Because, you know, the theaters these days are, are the and back then are were the hearts of the community. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody yeah. They grew, really were. grew around the, the theaters, you know, where they had a bowling alley in the theater. That's right. Movie, That's right. A screen. It was the place where the community met and, and shared information and food and sang. So then I started to do that. I started to do the fundraisers for the for the theaters, which was very successful for a while. And then so now have you that. found, though, in, in recent times, in recent yeah. times, I know the big challenge is that there, it seems like there's been a real decline in what I would call Italian-American entertainment. I'm using that specifically because I'm thinking of, you know, guys like you and me uh, who have, do something that's Italian-American, but we make it very entertaining. And, I mean, I've seen this across the board from opera. There's no great Italian opera tenors. There's, in fact, very few famous Italian opera singers anymore. A lot of them come from Russia now. Uh, and I've seen this, uh, obviously, in Hollywood. Yeah, you still have some people, certainly in the music business and even in the uh, entertainment, casino, and event business, we don't have that, like, we're not dominating like we did, say, 50 years ago. How has that affected you? Well, it hasn't affected me much because what I did is I created a niche. 
And yeah. they each fulfill the need. Okay, when we create a need for somebody, we fulfill a need. That's when the work comes. And especially if you're enjoying your passion, the money follows, right? Yeah, and I, I told all my children that too. Yes. I fulfilled the need for fundraisers instead of the rubber chicken and, you know, the, a hat trick and pulling out names. I, had. I created this 90-minute show with a four-course meal from my cookbooks. And I have all the back of the house do all the cooking, the chefs. Yeah, So I yeah. created something that allows me to share my love of my Italian family from Sicily and, and Potenza. And at the same time, the beautiful images of Italy are on the screen behind me while I'm cooking and singing. So people are actually transported there. And you engage the audience. You get them to sing along. You get people exactly. to come up and cook with you. I love it. I love it. So that's that's what happened, Tony. I created this magical experience that I had been very fortunate, thank God, to this time to be still healthy and able to do that. Once the casinos start booking me again, I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So now you said you have a big fundraiser. And I know you mentioned earlier uh, when we first started that right. you, you're wearing the sunglasses, but not because uh, you're into the whole Hollywood thing, <laughs> but because you actually have uh, a, a, a an eye disease. Is that correct? Well, it's called blepharospasm, blepharospasm. And okay. if you go to the dystonia dash foundation.org website you'll read all about what dystonia is it's a neurological disease that affects thousands and thousands of people all over the world i just happen to have a small part of it thank god that affects my eye muscles my my, my um uh um, eyelids and it stems from the basal ganglia. there's no cure for it Wow. So when I was doing my pasta sauces uh, just, just this year because of the pandemic, I produced some income by providing people with a simple, easy thing to make at home with some great homemade premium pasta sauces. I said, I want to give back to the Sonia Foundation dot org in, in Chicago. So I called them up. They were very happy. We did a Zoom class let this, this past January. We had a hundred supporters online to the Zoom class. Oh, that's I great. Make the ricotta cake and the caccia pepe, uh, you know, from Roma. And we had a blast and all the money went to them. So the that's next thing we're going to do is either the end of August, uh, October or November. We're trying to do it before the end of the year where everybody will have my pasta sauces, the vodka cream, the tomato basil, my grandmother's sauces and fennel. And I will show them through the Zoom class how to use those and enjoy those with certain recipes. And a portion of the proceeds from all the sales of my sauces Go to them. The Sonia That's great. Foundation.org with the hopes of finding a cure. That's really fantastic. That's, That's really fantastic. Well, and interestingly now, I'm, I'm assuming because of, you know, the good thing that came out of the pandemic is that we're doing a lot more on Zoom. So, I mean, you're able in one regard to reach a much larger audience that you mm-hmm. might not otherwise have been able to reach by doing your show, doing fundraising, and just, you know, being a, 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 a persona on Zoom where you can reach lots of people across the country, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I want to do more of, you know, until I get my um, my uh, live performances back on track. Because it is, you, we meet so many people, and even people in Europe uh, are part of the, the Sonia Foundation that are friends of mine on my Instagram. My Instagram right, is, right. is, 
is so inundated with the people asking me for recipes and I'm meeting new people every day by posting some of the recipes of my, you know, of my products, my sauces and, and where I'm traveling. I was just in Virginia. My sauces are in 101 stores now. Wow, that's great. In, uh, the Food City stores. And I met the owner of the Food City store. It's a family-owned business, husband and wife. And they absolutely not only love me, but they love my sauces. And they're in the South. They're in Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Georgia. And uh, I'll, I'll be going back actually in October to do another in-store demo and sing and cook for the people. But they oh, that's great. They absolutely love me, and they love they, the best seller is my vodka cream. I guess the Southerners love that vodka. I don't absolutely. Know. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, so tell us. Uh, you know, we only have about a minute here left. So uh, tell us where people can go to find out first of all about your products, about your book about your sauces, and even for those who might want to book you if they're having a special event. You know, there's a lot of Italian people around the country who listen to our show, and they have everything from gatherings in their house to major festivals. So where do people go to learn about Andy LaRusso? Well, everything is in one place. One-stop shop is on www.singingchef.com. There's a button there that you can push that'll take you directly to my sauce order page, and now with the holidays coming up, you can get a VIP kit with my cookbook, as you see over my shoulder. You get the three sauces. You get a copy of my CD along with that. Okay. There you and go. Then, All right. Uh, I may even have a, a pasta product in there from Northern Italy. Uh, I'm waiting for them to come now that has a gluten-free pasta that has a, a mano grano, which is a, a single grain. And they're all made from uh, the uh, uh, the water that comes down from the high Alps. That's great. If that, I might you know, include that in the gift pack for the holidays. But, yeah, it's all up there on www.singingchef.com. Singingchef.com. Singingchef.com. Right to Amazon.com. It'll take them right to Amazon. I got about 15 or 16 five-star ratings. Uh, for my latest book, and that's how they can get in touch with me. And, and if someone wants to book you there, I imagine they can go there and they can find out to book you if they want you to come to sing at their event and appear live, right? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Right, now, Andy, we only have about 30 seconds left. And, and, and we're going to go to commercial break them. But before we do, you got to take us out with a song. Okay? <laughs> Give us a song. You're the singing chef. Give us a 30-second rendition of something. Okay, how about uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Uh, everybody sing, knows. Sing song. along with it. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. I love it, man. Cantare. Whoa. Nel blu dipinto di blu. Nel blu dipinto di blu. Felice di stare lassù. And folks, that is Andy LaRusso, the singing chef. Right here with us on the Italian Radio Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors.
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. And we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com the way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea A great Italian-American entertainment song I've got you under my skin The Sinatra Classic As performed by Tony and the Doombots The ABC Italian radio show House Band Out of KMET Palm Springs I've got you under my skin I've got you deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart you're nearly a part of me I've got you under my skin I've tried so not to give in I said to myself this affair It never will go so well But tell me how can I resist When baby you know damn well I've got you 
under my skin. I'd sacrifice everything, come what might, for the sake of having you near in spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats, it repeats in my ear. Don't you know, you fool, you never can win. Why not use your mentality? Step up, wake up to reality. But each time I do, just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin. Cause I got you under my skin. Sacrifice everything, come what might, for the sake of having you near. In spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats how it yells in my ear. Don't you know, you fool, you never can win. Why not use your mentality? Step up, wake up to reality. But each time I do. Just the thought of you makes me stop just before I begin. Cause I've got you under my skin. And I like you under my skin. Well, now, Margie, it's time for us to do our event calendar, the great events that are taking place in various uh, locations up and down the western, uh, well, the west coast and also throughout the western United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, Folks, if you have any events that you would like to send to us, please go to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. And send us your event there at our uh, email that's listed there, and we will be happy to review it for the possible inclusion here in our event calendar. We will be adding a, an event calendar on our website, by the way. They'll have all of the events there, uh, the big ones and the little ones. Of course, here on the radio show, due to the amount of events we get, we can only really list some of the larger ones going on throughout the Western USA. And we're going to uh, pretty much just do the ones that are coming up the next 30 days. Once in a while, we may uh, do a, a save the date if it's a big one coming up that's out beyond that. But we're going to focus on just the ones that are coming up so that everybody can make sure that they can attend these if they are in or near your area. So our first one here, uh, this sounds like a great one, Marcia. Coming up the weekend of Saturday, October 9th, Sunday, October 10th. The 
Reno Italian Festival 2021. Uh, this is a great festival. goes on every year. The El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. They literally transform all of downtown Reno into a little Italy. They got grape stomp. They got a wine walk. They got an Italian farmer's market, food booths. It's incredible. It's free. Live entertainment all weekend long. Uh, typically, they got Ray Mass and the Euro Rhythms and other great acts down there. I'm not sure what it's going to be this year, but make sure you check out their website. If you can get down there, it's one of the best Italian festivals around. We love the Reno Italian Festival. Now we're going to move over to San Francisco, uh, the city on the bay, with the Italian Heritage Parade coming up on Sunday, October 10th. 11.30 in the morning it starts, uh, and it's the way that the San Francisco people celebrate their Italian-American culture uh, with having this great, great parade with dignitaries, music, performances, floats, and a representative, uh, representatives of many of the Italian organizations and businesses down there. Uh, get your place about 11.30 because it really the streets fill up. You want to make sure to see it. The parade will begin at 12.30 at the foot of Jefferson and Powell Streets, near the Fisherman's Wharf, and it goes up through North Beach on Columbus Avenue and ends in Washington Square in front of St. Peter and Paul Church. Admission is free, and uh, it's um, I guess there's also an Italian auto show uh, that they have in conjunction with the parade that's on Union Street that's also free, put on by Bank of America. Last but not least, uh, Andre Bocelli. Andre Bocelli is coming to the Western United States, folks. Now, I know he will be on Sunday, October 24th at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, but he's also going to be in all other cities across the Western USA. He's going to be in Texas. He's going to be in Oregon. He's going to be in the state of Washington. Go to Ticketmaster. Check in your area for the dates and locations. Get tickets. This guy is the greatest Italian artist singing today. Love Andre Bocelli, and we you got to get him on the show. We got to get him on the show. Okay, I know, you know if anybody out there knows how to get him on the show, we've been trying to get him on the show. We've had all these other great people on the show, but I want Andre Bocelli. I mean, you know, the best singer, best Italian singer around. Okay, so um, there you have it, folks. Now remember, you can listen to our show here live as you're doing right now every every Monday. Uh, at 4 o'clock Pacific time, uh, if you're down here in Palm Springs, you listen to us on KMET, uh, or you can listen to us on one of our affiliate stations around the country. Uh, you can also stream the show. Go to our website, WCIR.biz, West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. You can stream us live every Monday at uh, 4 o'clock Pacific time, or you can listen to this show with all of our other shows from the last seven years in archives. As soon as we're done with the show, it goes up into our archives. It's there forever, forever and ever. Share with all your friends. Share with all your family. Listen to all of our other great shows. We have many celebrity guests that we've interviewed over the years. We love all of our listeners, wherever you are. And please, please tell your friends. And remember now, we have our After Hours show for 18 years old and over, okay? On account of we get a little bit racy with what we talk about, okay? We have the same topics, but we're much more um, graphic because we're Italian and, you know, this is how we are. We're much more graphic with how we feel about things, how we describe things, but it's a 
A lot of fun. We don't offend anybody, but nothing is sacred. Have a great deal of fun there. Go to our website, WCIR.biz. It's only 12 bucks. You get signed up for the whole year. You get a new episode every week. And you get to actually see us because it's a televised show. So, you, you know, you can listen to the show if you want an audio-only version. Or you can see us. And you don't want to see me. I'm an old guy. But you want to see the beautiful Marcia Caputo here, you know. I mean, come on, you know. That's what we got around the show. She's our eye candy for Italian radio here in this country. So there you have it. Um, folks, you're listening to us, of course. KMET down here in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, the ABC Italian Radio Show. Uh, with West Coast Italian Radio. Marcia, it's been a great show. It's always wonderful to do this with you. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And everybody will be back next week with a brand new show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Ciao a tutti. Ciao bambina. Ciao, bambina. My heart is calling while rain is falling. I cry with you.